0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Again, this is the last Sunday of the Coptic month, Baba. And these four Sundays of Baba speak about the power of God. Today, actually, is the power of God over death. How the Lord, when He touched the open coffin, the young man rose from the dead. But the Bible gives us the reason behind this miracle, not only to show his power over death, but also to teach us how to have compassion toward one another. This was a widow, and this son was her only son. At the time, the women did not work, they were relying on their husbands or their children to support them. She's a widow means she lost her husband and now she lost her son. So basically, she didn't have any kind of support. Of course, she was not crying or weeping because she didn't have any kind of support. Definitely she was weeping because she lost her son, her only son, but also I'm sure there was a concern how she would support herself. There was large crowds from the city around her and the Lord saw her and when he saw her he had compassion on her and said to her do not weep and He raised her son and after he raised her son, he presented him to his mother for at least two reasons. By presenting the son to his mother, to comfort the mother that your son whom you lost, now rejoice, you have your son back. And the second reason to say to the son, you have responsibility toward your mother to take care of her as if the Lord told him I raised you from death for this responsibility to take care of your mother the compassion and feeling for one another is a very important virtue in Christianity in Romans chapter 12 Saint Paul says rejoice with those who are rejoicing and weep with those who are weeping. The verses that has the word one another in the New Testament only are more than 50 different verses. I mean by different, love one another, forgive one another, accept one another, different actions toward one another, which means we have responsibility toward one another. But unfortunately, feeling for one another, and having compassion on one another, we lost this virtue with the fall of Adam and Eve. We can see very, very early in the history of humanity that Cain became jealous from his brother Abel, and he killed him. We never heard about murder before Cain. He was the son of the first man and the first woman in the world. But you can see how we lost this virtue, the compassion. And the Lord wanted to teach us that when we lose this virtue of compassion, we are losing our humanity. And forgive me for saying maybe the animals will have compassion more than us in the Story of Lazarus and the rich man We can see how the rich man was going in and out his house And he had no compassion at all On Lazarus who were sitting at the door of his house Who had compassion on Lazarus? The dogs The dogs were licking his wounds As a sign of compassion And when the Lord mentioned this God doesn't say any word without meaning. He wanted to tell us we lost our humanity when we lose our compassion toward one another. And God actually placed this compassion in all of us. Placed it in us as human beings and placed it as instinct in the animals. But because of the fall, and our sin, we lost this compassion but the animals kept this because it is just by instinct and that's why many of us when they have pets maybe they like it more than their friends and they consider their dog or their cat is more friendly than any other friend why? because we as human beings lost compassion toward one another. We became very self-centered. We became selfish. We became self-focused. I focus on me, what I need, and I want everything in the world to revolve about me. That's why I can compromise any relationship in order to worship me. Ourselves and our ego became gods, and I compromised any relationship in my life because of me. When the sin entered in the world, with the sin comes the hardness of hearts. Our hearts became hearts of stone. Don't feel and don't have compassion on others. Even when we see the sufferings of others, we don't care sometimes we intentionally hurt others we want them to suffer pain and we use harsh words to wound them or ignoring them or avoiding them or abandoning them or gossiping about them or spreading rumors about them we became very harsh with one another when somebody around us is in need I'm not speaking about financial needs, any kind of need. We don't notice, we don't notice there is a need because we are self-centered. When we hear news about people who are suffering, our heart does not move with compassion and we become very reluctant to stretch our hand to help others, especially if the other is not close to me Or I consider as a friend. That's why, in order for the Lord to teach us how to be compassionate, He gave us the parable of the Good Samaritan. The Good Samaritan was able to see the suffering of this Jewish man. The priest and the Levite before him couldn't see the suffering of this man. And after he saw his suffering, his heart was moved with compassion. And then he stretched his hand to help him, although this man was his enemy. Sometimes people don't help us to have compassion on them. Sometimes when we help somebody, he receives this help with ungratefulness or causing us Problems repaying the good that we did with evil or some people are very demanding that's why although you want to have compassion but because of their demands you become reluctant or some people taking advantage if you have a kind heart and you are a compassionate person so people take advantage of you But if you look at it from a different perspective when you deal with difficult people who are ungrateful causing problems to you, very demanding or taking advantage of you it is an opportunity for you to learn how to be patient how to develop the virtue of long suffering how to grow in the virtue of forgiveness these virtues like Forbearance, forgiveness, long suffering, endurance, patience. You will learn these virtues only with difficult people around you. If God put in your way some difficult people, don't grumble. You can look at it as this opportunity to grow in these virtues. But let us first try to have compassion on the people. Who are close to us. In the family, for example, many conflict between couples because of lack of compassion, because lack of validation, we don't see the needs of others even when they are suffering. When they are suffering, we have carefree attitude. For example, maybe the wife is tired from going to work and taking care of the house needs. But the husband doesn't care. He doesn't even notice. She is tired and she needs help. And sometimes divorce. The main reason behind it can be just lack of compassion. And when the children or one spouse ask for compassion or kindness, sometimes we label this you are spoiled you are seeking attention although there is a real need when actually we are not compassionate on the others what will happen the other will start to develop a rebellious attitude when we are not compassionate on our children they start to rebel against us and their hearts will turn to be hardened hearts and they will start to seek love, attention, compassion outside the family In the same way, in the family of God, in the church when we as servants, we don't observe the needs of others and our heart does not move with compassion on others This creates a spirit of rebellion, because all of us need to feel this compassion. We need to feel this love and kindness when others treat us. Many times we compromise the relationships for selfishness, for selfish ambition, for rules. And we don't care if we lose somebody as much as I care about myself and my ego and my ambition. But the Lord told us, with the same measure you measure it to the other, it will be measured to you. And those who are not merciful will not obtain mercy. That's why we need to learn from the story of today how to develop compassionate heart toward others. Number one, to develop a compassionate heart, you need the grace of God. As he told all of us, that I will remove from you the hearts of stone and give you heart of fresh. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. This is the grace of God. When the grace of God touches our heart, we will be compassionate. St. Paul, before his conversion, before he tasted the grace of God, his heart was very hardened. He saw St. Stephen like an angel, but he didn't care about stoning him. And he took letters from the high priests to go to Damascus in order to bring Christian and to torture them and to kill them. But after the grace of God touched his heart, he turned it into a very compassionate and kind-hearted person he says who is weak and I'm not weak who struggles and I don't struggle now Saint Paul, after the grace of God touched his heart he turned it to be a very kind and a very compassionate person so the first step to develop a compassionate heart is repentance and turning back to God Because when you return back to God, and you feel His grace in your life and you understand His compassion toward us, then as God is so compassionate toward us, we can actually become compassionate toward others. The second step to develop a compassionate heart, train yourself to be a good listener. When somebody comes to you and speaks to you, listen to him and try to understand not only his words, but to understand his feeling. Even if you disagree with him, there is a big difference between understanding and agreeing. I can understand why a person stole money. Maybe he wants to feed his family although I don't agree on stealing. So train yourself to listen and to understand not only the words but the feeling. If somebody in a big trial, for example, lost a loved one like this widow and she became angry even toward God although we disagree to be angry toward God, because God cannot be blamed but we can listen to her and we can understand her feeling and her suffering and her agony and then instead of rebuking her and tell her, no that's wrong, you cannot say these words you can say something like God understand your suffering and definitely God in his compassion will not be disappointed at you when you say this, actually, you show compassion, you show kindness and also you hinted that what you are saying should make God disappointed, but God in his compassion and because of his understanding, he will not be disappointed at you, which is true. Let us put ourselves in the place of others to understand. The only way to understand and to have compassion is when you place yourself in their shoes, in their circumstances. And as the Lord told us, as you want others to deal with you, deal with them. And you need actually to validate their feeling, their suffering. When you come home, your wife told you, I'm very tired. Don't respond in a way that you don't care about her feeling but validate her feeling. Can tell her, I see you are tired, you are working all day here, taking care of the children, doing this, doing that beside your work. This validation make the person feel that he is loved and he is cared for. But sometimes when we don't validate others, sometimes, we turn deaf ear, as if we did not hear any word which makes the person regret that he spoke and this will develop a barrier, a wall between spouses or between parents and children ask the grace of God to help you to change your hardened heart or heart of stone into a heart of flesh train yourself to listen will to the others, to understand not only their words but their feelings also their pain, their suffering, place yourself in their place and think what you want people to do to you if you are in their place and do it, validate their feeling and finally extend your hand with help don't show compassion only by feeling and by words. Love is not by words or by tongue, but love is by action. So show your compassion by action. Here the Lord went, had compassion on this widow. He did an action. He raised this son and he presented him to, her, to his mother to take care of her. Extend your hand with an action and be like the good Samaritan even with your enemies even with those who give you hard time even with those who are very demanding or take advantage of you or ungrateful yes, there is a time we need to set healthy boundaries but the Lord actually who is going from place to place healing the sick raising the dead cleansing the lepers even with his enemies, and these people at the end were very ungrateful. They cried in his face, crucify him, crucify him. So I hope that we get out of our selfishness and self ambition and make it a goal toward us, how to be compassionate, how to feel for one another, It is very shameful to human being that the animals, like dogs, can be more compassionate than us to human beings. We need actually to restore our humanity back. We need to be kind and compassionate to one another. Because otherwise we are not reflecting the light of God to the world. Glory be to God